people die and Yuna dances, when will she stop dancing? Yuna won't stop dancing. Not until sin is gone. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Final Fantasy X recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Final Fantasy X 3 comes out. It's never been announced, but don't judge us for dreaming. My name is Joe, and I'm joined, as always, by Wheels. How's it going, Wheels? I'm good. I certainly hope we don't get too far in this episode, because there's going to be a point where we start talking about the shoe puff drivers, <laughs> and then this podcast stops being viable, because it is impossible <laughs> to just to just move on past. I figured we had three episodes for shoe puff set aside. <laughs> is that, was I wrong? Or... Can we can we get no, full in yeah. full into shoe puff content? Which honestly, I think exactly what I could use right now is some like just pure pure shoe puff content. <laughs> is there like some shoe puff blogs on Tumblr I could follow? Okay, so this is gonna come out. This is gonna come out much later than our Morrowind stream because yes. our Morrowind stream is tomorrow, as of when we record this. Uh-huh. But there is essentially the Morrowind version of shoe puffs Ugh. in Morrowind, so Ugh. you're gonna get some shoe puff content oh, tomorrow. I'm so fucking ready! If you were if you were at our stream, thank you. We plugged it kind of late in the in the feed, but I'm sure I had a great time. Anyways, I do hope we get there this episode, but there's like, quite a few things at Jose that will happen yeah. first. So if you remember, a bunch of sad shit happened. Operation Meehan was all bad, and we get up to. This Jose Temple, we walk up to this big rock pillar, and it fucking blows up, and Tita says, awesome. Sugoi! What actually is happening is that it is a temple that is encased in, they call it a mushroom rock, it's just a big rock. <laughs> it's a temple that is encased in a rock. And lightning strikes it, and the bits of the rock separate and start orbiting around the temple, connected by lightning beams. Do we get any explanation? Like, Lulu says, the lightning mushroom rock, it only opens when a summoner is addressing the faith, and that begins the next conversation we're about to have, but... Uh Uh-huh. When you summon, is there any like optional dialogue or anything that I missed that explains uh, why the fuck this temple is here when there's not a city here? Um, no. The thing is, you think it would be closer to the Thunder Plains, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's pretty far from the Thunder Plains, actually. <laughs> yeah, and I can buy that. Like there used to be a. Th- you know, village here, and Sin destroyed it, but the temple's still here. Same with, you know, what is gonna be for a bit. But, yeah. like, you'd think someone would say something about it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, Lulu says, the lightning mushroom rock, it only opens when a summoner is addressing the faith. I don't think I would want to live near the rock that blows up every now and then. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's cool. Sugoi. Waka says, that means another summoner's already in there. Yuna says, another summoner? Titus, a messy bitch that lives for drama, says, what if it's Donna? (laughs) 
And then Eunice says something I don't understand, which is, we have to hurry. Do you? Why? Uh, it's it's weird, the like... Uh, like, I get there's a general... There, there is an umbrella of urgency <laughs> over this entire sin. mission. But, yeah, but like... I, I think Yuna also is like, I don't want Donna to have anything over me. It's a marathon, not a sprint, dog. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like, I don't want Donna to have anything over me. I gotta stay ahead of her. <laughs> and Tita says, right, in we go. Although we'll learn some stuff about this whole pilgrimage thing. I feel like if you were petty enough against Donna, you would just let her get the lead, but... Eh. <laughs> you also wouldn't be like, let's go! Yeah, well... <laughs> Can't wait! That's the whole point of the game. Yeah. Uh, there's some optional stuff, one of which is at least worth talking about, because when you walk up to the temple, there is someone in the fetal position just hanging out, and it's either Luzu or Gata. Yes, uh, if it's Gata, he says, Luzu, he's... And Iwaka says, where is he? I found him, but he was torn in half. I... Starts sobbing. Waka says, that idiot. What? What do I do now? I can't do this. I'm going back to Visade. Bleak. And then the scene ends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, War. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, or it could be Luzu, uh, who's standing. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this scene before because the, the Let's Player I'm watching, Dan SG08, uh, did the, the Gata timeline. I'm watching our old friend Yama Tufa Gaming. <laughs> Good every time I get to hear it. So what are they doing? Luzu or Gata? Uh, the same one. The, the Gata lives okay. timeline. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I would consider the canonical one, because it's very hard to get the other one to happen. Yeah. And weird. Uh, Luzu says, hey, Gata, he's, he's dead. He was a good fighter. He just wasn't lucky enough. And then the sense of composure that he's pretending to have disappears, and he just starts punching the wall, and he says, Ugh! Damn it! He was young! He pushed his luck! What was he thinking, going up there in the front lines like that? He should have stayed back with command. Damn it! Damn it all! I understand what the game is doing with this scene. It is, like, weird that there is this microsm of, like, consequences if the player (laughs) is, like, pushing someone Mm -hmm. to follow their dreams in, like, a bad time to do that. Weird! That's, that's it. That's my whole thought of it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's weird that this like tiny little thing is here and missable. Yeah. Anyways, Waka uh, says, hey, Luzu, knock it off. You don't know what it's like. And he grabs Gata by his suspenders. Or Waka. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but Waka says, I do know. Luzu kind of realizes and he says, I'm sorry. Why don't you go home now to Besaid? Take it easy a while. Rest. Rest? You need some R&R. You're hurt, right? I... I guess so. Get better. I can't beat you up if you're all depressed, right? <laughs> He's chasing <laughs> look. Lucy says right and kind of chuckles, but like, fuck. Jesus. Look, I know the, the last conversation we had, I punched you. And, uh... <sighs> I fell right in that moment. I'd like to do it again, but... You gotta cheer up. I will feel bad otherwise. It's your fault my brother's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Bleak! And it's uh, Walker's little buddy's fault got us dead huh? in this timeline. Yeah. That's the, yeah, that's the weirdest thing. Like, I almost... I'm imagining a version where it's just random. I think that would be... Ugh. I don't know if that would be yeah. better or worse, but I don't know. I guess it depends on what 
you would consider the game's intent and trying to say in that uh, option. Um, anyway, you go inside the Jose Temple, and a summoner comes out of the, like, down the stairs that we've seen a million times, and boop 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 we have a new recurring NPC alert! Because it's not Donna. <laughs> it's a boy whose name is Isaru. Also, he has, like, two, two people following him. One of them is very small. One of them is very young. Yeah, a little kid. little kid. And uh, Isaru says, I beg your pardon, but may I ask your name? I am Summoner Yuna from the Isle of Besaid. As I thought, the daughter of Lord Braska. You have the look of your father. My father? You knew him? Oh, no, I've never met the man. Uh, my apologies. I am Isaru. I am a summoner like you. The little kid says, I'm Passe. Pleased to meet you. And the... Uh, other person there who's just a guy <laughs> i wouldn't know how mm -hmm. else to describe him uh but he says and i am maroda i'm guarding my big brother here it is i think i think it's worth noting uh, that they don't have the same skin color like they there's sure. probably an adopted thing going on or a half brother or something like that i just think it's an interesting detail to include and i like it um maroda is of dark skin whereas the other two brothers are not yeah yeah all of these are brothers it I'll I'll talk about my feelings on this whole thing later. Uh, but Isaru continues and says, Since I was a child, I've always looked up to Lord Braska. I wished I would someday become a high summoner like he was. You must have some of your father's talent in you. I believe you might someday defeat Sin. I... I'm not really... I've only just become a summoner. Isaru smiles and says, Of course, I have no intention of losing either. So perhaps we should race to see who can defeat Sin first, no? Very well, then. I accept your challenge. Maroda walks off and says, Isaru! Isaru says, Yuna, I beg your leave. Good luck to both of us. Yuna says, yes. And then he leaves. I like that there's so many different summoners that she interacts with. Like, yeah. there's Belgamine, who, is, who has already failed her pilgrimage, who provides some insight. There's Donna, who's like the rival. And then Isaru, like, is more of like a friendly rival. Like, I yeah. like... That it's not just like, oh yeah, there's the other summoner we keep running into. Like, they, sh they show, like, a lot of different people. Real Pokemon Gen 4 vibes. Yeah. Yeah, Asaru, I think, I find really interesting because they're so, like... Well, I guess we could... There's another conversation with him that we could probably do before we... Uh, before I talk See, about See, I it. don't remember much about Asaru, the rest of Asaru's plot lines. <laughs> so I don't even remember what you're getting at. What I... Well, it's not really about his plot line specifically. Beyond, like, I think once you know all of the context for sure, being yeah, high summoner yeah. i'm like Oof, that kid's gonna have some trauma <laughs> yeah because presumably the the middle brother knows the middlest brother maybe not but the the youngest the youngest baby brother certainly has no fucking clue what he's doing uh when he is yeah. saying yeah i'm a guardian for my big brother who's gonna defeat sin yeah. much like titus doesn't know what it means Anyway, uh, so as Titus, like, everyone goes into the Cloister of Trials, but Titus, uh, is lagging behind and gets stopped by Yasaru, who says, Hey, you. Me? You are Yuna's guardian, no? Maroda's heard a curious rumor. I thought you should know. I don't know why I'm telling you now, and not with all of the other fucking yeah, guardians. weird. Maroda says, I heard it from those crusaders. Seems that Summers have been going out on pilgrimages and just disappearing. Yasaru says, It could just be the fiends got them. But not so many so quickly. Moroda continues, Sorry I don't know more, but watch your back. Ain't much future for a guardian without a summoner, huh? Uh, Passe, just a little boy, starts hopping in place and says, What? What? What y'all talking about? 
Marota says, we're talking about doing your job as a guardian. Hey, I'm doing good. Right, big brother? And Asari, like, smiles and nods affirmatively and then turns to Titus and says, please be careful. And Titus says, will do. Uh, the three of them leave. Goodbye. We'll see him again. There's some dialogue to denote that the Cloister of Trials begins. And then it begins, mm-hmm. and then you move around some lightning orbs, and then it's over. Mm-hmm. Yuna goes into the, what is the, the cham- room the, within the cloister? The chamber of um, the faith? The, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And the rest of the folks, all the guardians, wait outside, uh, at which point Donna and Bartello enter, and Donna says, Well, well, you again, still traveling with quite the crowd, I see. Bartello, like, looks around and notices Orin, who's just, like, leaning against the wall. Very cool. Uh, and he walks over to Orin. Donna says, what is it, Bartello? You know this riffraff? And Bartello speaks, and he says, you are Orin, no? Orin says, what of it? Can I shake your hand? Orin, <laughs> no, Sir Orin, you're the reason I became a guardian. Orin laughs, but shakes his hand. Thank you, sir. This means so much to me. And Joey's not exaggerating <laughs> that delivery. It's amazing. It's such a like a nice light scene. Uh-huh. Waka says, it turns to Donna and says, call in the personal guardian of Lord Brosco Riffraff. And Lulu's like, and you call yourself a summoner. And then the light, the thunder claps at the perfect moment. It's so funny. It's like, it's like <laughs> Yevon is Z-snapping. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Donna's just, like, so prepared to be mean to everyone. It's like, oh, shit. I mean, I probably can't uh, get it. A- I stepped in that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Orin. Tita says, yeesh. Uh, Donna doubles down and says, Bartello, enough. Get back here. Titus turns to Bartello <laughs> and says, hang in there, buddy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Chamber of the Faith opens up. Yuna staggers out. It's like canon that Bartello is, a, is gay, right? <laughs> That's implied. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's certainly my reading of it, and I know yours. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, I view them as, like, uh, solidarity I th- between uh Yeah, two, I think we two, talked two about gays. lesbian gay solidarity, yeah. yeah. So Yuna comes out, Kamari catches her. Donna says, again, just living for the drama. This is a real messy episode. <clears throat> Donna says, you owe much to your father. All these guardians, and Sir Orin too. And I hear Maester Seymour is quite taken with you. The world must look different when you're the daughter of Lord Braska. I mean, she's right. Yeah. Eunice says, This has nothing to do with my father. I am traveling on my own as a full-fledged summoner. Oh, is that so? Then try standing on your own two legs for once. Your guardians won't be able to protect you when the time comes. Sinans. <laughs> this says walk of face palms, which I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. It's in, Donna is almost explicitly mean all the time, but it is like the game does. I think try to look at both sides of like, yeah, she, obviously she has a a running start with everything because everyone's like, oh yeah, you're Lord Braska's daughter, hell yeah. But also the game is like grappling with like how much she doesn't like being under that shadow. Both things are true. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, it's a Final Fantasy game. You gotta have, like, fucking nine people in your party. I'm sorry. That's just that's how it goes. Or at least, uh, Final, Fa- <laughs> Final, Final Fantasy at this point in time. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's the end of Jose. 
It's a quick little stop, and um, we can move along along the moon to the moon flow now. So everyone's awake except for Yuna, and as Titus, you go and look for her. She is sleeping in the temple. No, isn't she in the... Or I guess she is. Yeah. yeah, this is nun's chamber, which I never would have considered them called a nun, but who the, the, the person at her bedside is like, she, she was working until dawn, healing the wounded, sending the fallen. Titus says, okay, I guess I'll just let her sleep then. Yuna, like, starts to wake up. Titus says, ah, morning. What? Morning? Uh, don't worry. But it's morning! And she, like, jumps up and is like, I- I'm so sorry! Uh, I'll get ready right away, just a moment! Don't worry, it's okay. Uh, she's moving around at, like, 1.5 speed. Uh, Titus mm. leaves, and, uh, on the outside of the Jose Temple, Yuna gets out there with, with Titus. Waka says, Hey, sleepyhead! Yuna says, Sorry, I'm so sorry! Please forgive me. And Lulu says, Really? There's no rush. Uh, here, your hair. Waka says, A summoner with bed hair! What's the world coming to? <laughs> Yuna says, You could have woken me up! Lulu says, Ah, uh, we called to you, but with all that snoring. <laughs> Yuna says, Uh, what is it today? Everyone's picking on me! Everyone laughs, including Orin. What? Yuna, like, walks over to him and is like, Oh, you too, Sir Orin! Orin says, once Lady Yuna fixes her hair, we leave. He starts to walk away. And he laughs. Everyone laughs. I'm so sad. And the reason we're sad is because the narration says, I hadn't really laughed like that in a long time. It was only later that I realized the only one really laughing then was me. Laughing must have been the only thing keeping them going. And that's when you realize that they were all doing, they were, none of them are happy. They're all laughing to keep each other's spirits up. Uh, we do work. <laughs> yeah, my note just says I'm fucking depressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, my next note is Waka, what the fuck? Because uh, it, there's a scene in, like, in between here and then. But uh, at the, we get back to that fork in the road and Waka's just fucking like dancing in place. It's fucking weird. <laughs> it keeps going for a while. Uh, but before there, there is a scene on the on the bridge uh, between the fork and the Jose Temple that we can talk about because we run into Lucille, who is the head of the Chocobo Knights. We'll learn in a second they're down to just one Chocobo now. But Lucille says to Yuna, off so early. And then she bows and says, Lady Yuna, you must be exhausted after working so hard last night. Will you be okay? Yuna says, I feel that I have rested enough. But thank you for your kindness. Will you be leaving too? She salutes and says, yes, first we must cross the moon flow, and then we head north in search of chocobos to replace those we have lost. Uh, one of the other chocobo knights, Elma, says, once we find chocobos, our mounted forces will ride again. Uh, Titus does some quick maths and says, uh, aren't you missing someone? Clasco comes running up. Captain, wait for me! I realized who Clasco reminds me of, and it's Shinji from Evangelion. Uh, <laughs> Elma says, what took you- Get on the joke about- <laughs> Get on the joke about Clasco, or Elma will have to do it again. <laughs> uh, Elma says, what took you so long? We're leaving. Clasco says, you expect me to keep up with a chocobo? Lucille, like, shakes her head at him, salutes Yuna again, and says, Lady Yuna, I wish you good fortune. Elma, Clasco, let's go. Elma says, ma'am. And Clasco says, eh, 
Can't I just rest for a sec? Elma says, no complaints. And off they fucking go. And at that fork in the moon flow, they say, hey, it's time to go to the moon flow. And then they do. Uh, and walk mm-hmm. is dancing in place. Um, so there's a lot of walking. Uh, a lot of it's... This, there's a bunch of optional stuff uh-huh. here because dialogue updates in like all the locations if you backtrack. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's so much here. There's a lot um, here. Um, oh, holy shit. I didn't, yeah, there's a lot more than I realized. The next... I don't think I've ever done a backtrack starting at this point, which is interesting. No. Well, yeah, I usually just wait until a certain point in the game. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, the next scene is uh, we meet some familiar cats on the path. Our old buddies. Uh, B-Ron and Yankee, a.k.a. Brian and Yankee. Magical Mr. Mistopheles and his boyfriend. Monkestrap. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so these two Ron, so we saw them at the cafe in Luca. They're assholes. But we run into them. I'm pretty sure this scene is just Kamari and Titus talking to them. You're correct. Uh, so Brian uh, says, look, one of Kamari's friends looks just like him. Titus says, what? Both. Uh, they're talking about a kid who ran. They're like, it's so. It's very it's, strange. It's, it's a stretch. Uh, so Awaka's little brother wants <laughs> is briefly on the screen running past the two. Honestly, shout out to this script person for recognizing that Realizing as wants and not just a random yeah. fucking kid. But anyway, the two Ronso are like, like, they don't even realize Kamari's there, I don't think, or they're pretending not to and being like, look at that little punk. Bet he's related to Kamari because <laughs> <laughs> he's small. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tita says, what? And Brian says, both follow summoners on all fours. Hornless goatlings. Yankee says, hornless, <laughs> hornless. Uh, and they're laughing because it's funny. But then Kamari shows up. <laughs> Motherfucker's hornless. <laughs> Eat shit, come uh, on. <laughs> you hornless fuck. <laughs> oh shit, Kamari shows up. And he says, You come to insult Kamari? Biran slash Brian says, <laughs> Wrong. We come to warn little Kamari. We come to insult people who remind us of Kamari. <laughs> <laughs> Very different. Very different. Uh, yes, yeah, so they're here to warn Kamari. Yankee says, Summoners disappear, never return. Brian says, next will be Kamari's summoner. Poor Kamari. Lost his horn. Next lose his summoner. This is my favorite of these lines. <laughs> Brian says, pitiful Kamari. Howl alone. Howl alone. <laughs> uh, they continue to fucking laugh and leave. They laugh like we are. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> He's going to howl alone. Funny stuff. Uh, so they leave and Tita says, do those two got something against you? <laughs> Which is <laughs> I think those guys uh, might yes. not like Kamari. <laughs> Kamari shakes his head no for some reason. <laughs> I, I, I would say that Kamari would explain it differently, is, is, is my yeah. reading of him shaking his head. Uh, but Titus continues, what? They were just picking on you? Kimari will deal with them, says Kimari. And I'll help. Kimari alone. Uh, but. What? Oh. Th- this, this script can't be right. I, this is maybe the first thing I've noticed in it wrong, uh, but I'm assuming this is Waka's line, but it's attributed to Kamari 
Um, yeah, it's Kamari's problem. We can't interfere. It's a rule. Is the some, line someone presu- says it? But presumably Kamari doesn't. Yeah, say I, from this context, I would assume it's Waka. It's rough because Kamari does refer to himself as Kamari, yeah. not as I. But he wouldn't say we can't interfere. Yeah, that part doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but Lulu says, "I'm worried." Waka says, "Let the Ronso deal with Ronso problems. That's how it's always been." And Lulu says, "I mean, I'm worried about those summoners disappearing." Oren says, "They aren't just disappearing into thin air." And Tita says, "Hey, if we guardians do our job, no problem, right?" Waka says, "Whoa!" And Lulu says, "Confident." Tita says, "Yeah." So. Yeah, there's some other optional stuff. Belgiamina is on this road, uh, so you can fight her and, and uh, her, her for Aeon training or whatever. Um, nothing uh, worth reading. Uh, but now we get to the moon flow for another scene that's sad. Uh, and Tita's like, they get to the this shore, and there's a bunch of like... It's like a wetland. Yeah, there's like uh, pyreflies floating around, all these like flowers on the on the shore. Pyreflies being those like soul components we've seen before yeah. that both the fiends give off when they die and also people give off when they die. Yeah, but they look pretty when there's no corpses involved. Uh, and Titus like, looks down at him and says, Whoa! Lulu says, This is the moon flow. And Titus goes, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yuna says, These are moon lilies. They say that clouds of pyreflies gather here when night falls. And Lulu says, the entire river glows like a sea of stars. Tita says, really? Hey, I got an idea. And Oren says, we are not waiting until nightfall. Then, once we beat Sin, we're coming back. Everyone's quiet for a really long time. Oh, Titus, how do you not realize Just you're really tell him. what happens when you defeat Just Sin? Just tell him! It's, but imagine how awkward that's gonna be. Orin like, has Orin needs said, to pull. Sid is jacked how many fucking yeah. times? You think you would- Orin needs to fucking pull you, on you the side and being like, hey kid. And here's pull. the thing. We know why, because when he does find out the truth, he does exactly what he would do when he finds <laughs> out the truth. Yep. But, uh, there's so many scenes like this where I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, so after several beats, Waka says, hey, uh, we better hurry or we'll miss the shoe puff. Tita says, shoe puff? That's some kind of boat? He just points. <laughs> hey, look at this shoe uh, puff. He points, he points off screen, uh, and Tita says, whoa, what the? Whoa! How, how, uh, it's, shoe puff. it's a, a shoe puff is an elephant that's also an anteater. <laughs> and also very fucking big yeah and uh there's a little a little what uh, what would you call a thing on its back that you'd ride in oh there's a word for it um i it, i you typically see it in depictions of like uh indian royalty riding atop elephants yeah uh, if you're if you're someone listening to this podcast who hasn't looked up this game yet please do it for the shoe pop it's so good I love him. He's my best friend. Uh, and we're going to ride the shoe puff. There's this, like, I'm going to say, like, dock. That's basically what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. But you, you, you walk around this place for a while until we're ready to get on the shoe puff. And um, the, the shoe puff on its own, really fucking cool. Love that big dude. How would you describe the drivers of the shoe puff? I hate these motherfuckers. <laughs> no! They are. I love I mean, them! I, <sighs> 
They're, all right, I'm learning the is, their name. The thing is, I am non-binary, so I love all frogs. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Right. It's in my DNA. Uh-huh. They're called Hypelos. Assigned frog lover at birth. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're called Hypelos. These motherfuckers, I, they are bipedal frogs with giant gill sacks mm-hmm. in their cheeks. Are they talk like this? Impossible. I don't know. Impossible. They, <laughs> they say impossible. These guys, they. They say impossible. How could you mm-hmm. fucking dislike this dude? It like. Okay, I see. You know, Ronso, you know, that's not a people, but, you know, Big I cat. get it. They live, they've, they live on Mount Gagazette. They have their culture. We see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guado, I get it. They're like near humanoids, but they're different. You know, they got a different thing going on. Yowie hands. They got yowie hands. I hope, I, then, I hope. The, uh, these guys, apparently all they do, <laughs> there's like four of them. <laughs> And they, they're only here, and all they c- this entire species just drives shoe Look, all right. And I don't... I love Go them. Ahead. I, I. They're also in 10 too. I want the deep Hypello lore, because you're right. Where do they go? It, it breaks my immersion a little bit, because I'm like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck is this thing? Why is no one telling Titus what these are? Hold on, let me get on the fucking <laughs> fictional races wiki. Oh, I'm there. There's not a fucking lot. No, there's it's not. Like, according to Neutral Mike, good. the Hypello have the potential to be good blitzball players because of their natural swimming proficiency, but because of their lackadaisical disposition, they tend to not take part in competitive sports and pastimes. The Hypello are responsible for managing the shoe puff service across the moon flow. That is one third of the entire Final Fantasy wiki page of these guys because there's nothing. They just show up. They say impossible. And I, like... <laughs> Their entire culture is driving shoe pubs, I guess. And it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. overalls, though! That's true. Uh, they are kind of fucking cute. I One love of them's a bartender them. in Final Fantasy X-2. Yes. Uh, yeah, so the reason... Yeah, the, our first interaction with him, or, or this one anyway, the driver of the shoe pub, is uh, Lucille being told that they can't carry their chocobos across on the shoe pub. And uh, the driver says, Impossible! Impossible! It's just really good. I love him. Uh-huh. He's my best friend. Also, yeah, so they're, the Chocobo Knights like, have their whole bit about how they're going to find a, a place where they can walk across with the Chocobo. Uh, Lucille says, where there's a will, there's a way. And narration Tita says, where there's a will, there's a way. Those words stayed with me. What? Does he really? <laughs> yes! And it's, 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 it's the only time where I'm like, shut the fuck up, Titus! No, what the fuck? Not everything is important. Before, Jesus. This is very funny to me where he's like, those words stayed Walk with me. Walk asked me to pull his finger that day. <laughs> I didn't, but to this day, I wonder what would have happened if I did. <laughs> and again, like, I'm imagining him tell that to everyone at the fucking bonfire, and they're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Ugh. You want to call it here? Yeah, we'll check. I'll, 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 I'll recoup my energy so I can once again defend the high pillow next time on the podcast. And we'll start next episode by saying shoe puff launching. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> um, so lots to look forward to on episode 15 of this podcast. Uh, Wheels, until then, where can people find you on the internet? 
twitter.com slash singular wheels or a podcast called very random encounters where some friends and i play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible it's incredibly good very random encounters is the name of the podcast hell yeah you can find myself on social media ghost of joe ghost of jo i make a couple other podcasts uh such as I don't think I've plugged Sugar We're Going Down podcasting in a while, but we've had a lot of guests lately, um, so now might be uh, the best time to plug it. But I have a podcast uh, with my friend Caitlin where we go through uh, all of Fall Out Boy's songs randomly, just on a shuffle, and we talk about them. Uh, we've had a lot of guests lately, so we get to talk about like their experiences with the band. Some of them aren't big fans. Some of them are. We're critical when we need to be. But yeah, so it's a lot of fun that we have over there. Uh, if you have any passing interest in the band Fall Out Boy. What else do I plug on this show? Uh, we can find the show on Twitter, at MemorizeCast, in our pinned tweet, and also in the show notes, you'll find a link to our Patreon. Uh, $1 level gets you episodes a few days early. At the $5 level, you'll get bonus episodes once a month. Uh, this month will be me explaining more of JoJo. Next month, we'll be dipping back into the Elder Scrolls lore. Wheels and I trade off explaining bullshit to each other. And yeah, those episodes are a lot of fun. Uh, there's a couple. The, the first few we did are at the $1 level, if you want to check those out before then. Uh, what else do is what else do I plug? Oh, there's a link to our Discord server. You can chat about this game or Kingdom Hearts like we used to or, I don't know, a bunch of other shit. Uh, there's also a Discord server for the Orange Coves Podcast Network, the network that we're on. Uh, you can find a link to that at theorangecoves.com, along with all the other shows on the network. I never I never remember to plug this, but you can also support uh, the Orange Groves Patreon, uh, and you'll get cut audio from all the shows across the network, or all the shows that have it. Uh, but there are a couple Including uploads. Including this one. Yes, this is one of the shows that have some stuff up there. Uh, and you can also get like bonus episodes and uh, some other stuff at the $10 level, uh, so it's worth checking out. If you haven't, links also on uh, the website, theorangegroves.com, or you can just go straight to patreon.com slash theorangegroves. Worth plugging every now and then. Um, and what else? Our theme music is Yuna by Will and Tim, courtesy of Game Chops. That's probably all the important stuff. That was Jose Temple. Got, Got it. it. Memorized. Memorized. Ha ha As you get closer, you notice that there's like almost like a heat wave effect. That sort of like wobbly mm. stuff in your yeah, vision. I could, just, I could just touch it. I mean, you want me to touch it? I could touch it. You could just touch it. <laughs> Let's touch it together. Oh, we do rock paper scissors. Let's do rock paper scissors. Okay, ready? One, two, and then I touch it. <laughs> <laughs>
That was a clip from Very Random Encounters, an RPG actual play podcast where we randomly determine as many details as possible. Every season is a completely new story, so we recommend starting off with the first episode of whatever season we're currently running. Once you realize it's your new favorite show, you can dig into the backlog and enjoy stories of strong alien women, communist superheroes, transgender skeletons, and other things that will scare your conservative uncle. That's Very Random Encounters. Find it at www.vre.show or in the usual places. Very Random Encounters.